Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another episode of the Football Betting Show brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang, and it's an exciting weekend, especially in college football, because the SEC is kicking things off. A reminder, subscribe, rate, and review the Football Betting Show wherever you get your podcasts from to make sure that each and every new episode is downloaded directly to your mobile device. We are brought to you by betonline.ag. The wait is over, football is back, and you might not be at the games this year, but you could still be in on the action at Bet Online. You know, Brandon and I have a lot of action on the football games each and every weekend, and there's no better place to bet than betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. B-Lang, scorching hot the past week or so. Uh, I tell you what, it's uh, you know it's so important when you have an e-commerce website like brandonlang.com and it's you know you're on a straight commission job and football season starts and the pandemic and no no preseason games, no OTAs college football no spring practices and so it's like a minefield when the season started three three weeks ago and to come out of the box a perfect 4-0 in college 5-2 and two in the NFL 9-2 and two overall Dolphins last night which I really felt was such a trap for people that I talked to that like Jacksonville and I just told them listen you don't go from being a seven-point underdog in game one against the Colts and then a seven-point road dog against the Titans in week two and then all of a sudden, because you have two good games, Vegas installs you as a three-point home favorite. It was a trap. And to jump on that and to kind of set back after the first 11 games and to know i am got Skowski on Monday night with three missed field goals and the extra point and the horrific Josh McDaniel play call on the last play of the game from the one-yard line in the Patriot games from being a validated and documented 11-0 and on the website it just goes to show you, you just, it's almost like a jump shooter where the rim just looks big. Um, just getting on the right side of some games and, and you know, getting lucky. La Tech last Saturday night with the toe tap in the end zone mm-hmm. with 12 seconds mm-hmm. to go and Joe Burrows with the back door. But overall, just the, it feels good to provide this kind of product out of the box with, with so many unknowns that we're, we as handicappers are dealing with. Um, it's, it's, pretty pleased but you know and i know and we talked about it that's all great b lang i appreciate you're on a nice winning streak motherfucker what you got for me this week yeah, that's, exactly that's kind of where you know it's a it's a results-based business and it's great to build up hey you're nine and two but can you win saturday can you, can you win sunday can you win monday and can you get that to 12 and two because you know what that's all i care about so and as you say as you say all the time you can never win enough to supply the demand because there's always somebody coming in at the end of a winning streak. 
So yep, we're going to keep well we're going to keep the winning ways going this Saturday. Last Saturday, three underdog picks won outright. So we were just absolutely scorching. You mentioned La Tech with the lucky win. Uh, we'll take that. But we had Navy, uh, and I I was like ready to give up on Navy. And then all of a sudden, the twenty six unanswered points in the second half just mind boggling. And so pumped for them to come away with uh, that uh, outright win. And then I had Troy, you know, Troy was one of my darlings last week and they absolutely dominated in their win. They were only a two point favorite and they blew the other team out. And now I'm looking at Troy again, but they're getting double digit points against BYU. Tell me why I I think that Troy not only can cover this spread, I think they can win this one outright, Brandon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be careful on that one. I looked at that and handicapped that, of course, and, and, and one of my nine wins this year in 4 0 in college was that Monday win with BYU 55 3 over Navy. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to force Troy to step up here and show me that, that okay, um, you kind of played an opponent that you were superior to. Now you're stepping up with the big boys. Now you're stepping up with a BYU team, which, listen, that win by Navy last week over a veteran Tulane team makes the fact that BYU held them to three points for the game makes that BYU win that much more impressive. Troy also going to the altitude of Provo, Utah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, I wish you luck with that in, in your plus 14. I'll be rooting for you. Um, I think there's some <laughs> other dogs and some other value on the car, but that's the, that's the, the, the big Scotty dog of the day. That's my big um, dog um, of the I'll, day. Okay, I'll have my big dog of the day here by the end of the podcast. But uh, I'm going to watch that one from afar just to see if if the the B, if BYU blows Troy out, then BYU is a legitimate title contender mm-hmm. with those offensive and defensive lines that they showed against Navy. Uh, let's get into the SEC. It's the story of Saturday. It's the SEC season kickoff. Uh, I've made no secrets about it. I'm all over Florida this year. Uh, comparative, there's compared their schedule to Georgia. Georgia has to play Alabama. Florida doesn't. Uh, if Florida wins that game in Jacksonville against Georgia, Florida is going to Atlanta as the winner of the SEC East and will finally play Alabama, and that will be the SEC title game. So I'm all over the Gators this year. They're 13 and a half point road favorites uh, in their opener against the Lane Kiffin led Rebels of Ole Miss. What do you see in this game? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. He, you know, he came in here and he he inherited some talent. Um, there's some talent that has been left over to him um, from that previous coach. But the problem with with me touching this game is he he's gonna play both quarterbacks, and I'm not a big proponent of touching a game when the coach doesn't know who his quarterback's gonna be and he's gonna play both guys. Um, so for me, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this one from afar. There's a couple of the dogs I like. Um, if I had to play it though, I might lean a little toward the home dog just cause I'm a big home dog guy. Yeah. Um, but with, with that being said, uh, I'm going to watch that from afar. Um, like I said, he's inherited some talent here. Matt Luke was eight, three and one against the spread. The Rebs were for him, uh, in 2019. Uh, these two teams haven't met since 2015. Um, so I'm going to step back and, and listen. He took over Florida Atlantic and the first year turned him around and went 11 and three. So yep. I don't think the guy can't coach. He can coach. I mean, 
he was the offensive coordinator for the for the USC dynasty. Let's not let's not forget that. So I think that's going to be a great game to watch. All right. Any other SEC games that you have your eye on? Yeah, I think Tennessee, South Carolina, um, the underdog, the dog team uh, between these two has covered the last eight in the series. I know Tennessee brings a boatload of talent back. Mm-hmm. South Carolina was banged up, injury riddled last year. They actually have more experience coming back this year. And Dan Mullen says that the defensive line that he has is the best defensive line he has had since he got to South Carolina and from a defensive coordinator standpoint, which he was, I, I think this is going to be a field goal game. I'm going to take South Carolina plus the three and a half and look for them to be in this one the whole way. Uh, an underdog that I like, I'm a little concerned though with uh, Mike Norvell missing some time because he's dealing with COVID, but Florida state's getting double digits playing against Miami. Doesn't this seem like a letdown spot for Miami after the big primetime win over Louisville on the road? It does, but when you're the you and you're trying to establish your program and get your program back, Manny Diaz is definitely trying to do that. Listen, watching UAB offensively with all those weapons they had last night and beating South Alabama and an improving South Alabama team at that, um, I think the U comes back home and, and, and listen, you open up the season with a new coach. He's got you fired up. He's got you ready to roll. He's got the alumni fired up. He's got everybody rah-rah. This is it. Florida State's back. We're ready to go, baby. We're ready to go. We're 12 and a half point home favorites against Georgia Tech. We're ready to go. This is a year, baby. This is a year. We got a coach. We got everybody. Yeah. Karate man. Yeah. Karate man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you lose outright to Georgia Tech. So now, since you lost outright to Georgia Tech, your coach gets COVID. And this is just me. And I like him as a head coach. I really do. But if I'm going to play a side here, I'm going to play the U. Because I think if there's a blowout, it's going to be on the U side. Um, They beat him 27-10 last year. And I think prior to that game, the previous five games had all been decided by five points or less. So as you can see, changing of the guard between these two and Florida State still just on a 6-13 and 13 run against the spread in their last 19, not making anybody any money whatsoever. Um, bye-bye. If I played it, I would play the game for you. Does Louisville getting three points at Pitt bounce back from that loss to Miami? Yeah, I'm a big Satterfield fan, and, and that game scared me last week. I just – I just the U, the U looked really good against UAB, and um, – Satterfield's still on a 17-9-1 spread run since 2018. And Pitt at Heinz Field's only 7-14 against the number of the last 21. So I'm not about to jump off the Satterfield bandwagon just yet. I think the U is as good as I think they are. And so I'm not uh, I'm not going to jump off the Louisville bandwagon. I think Louisville goes in there and wins the game outright. So do I. Satterfield is 17-4 and straight up coming off a loss. So uh, I kind of like that. Nice nugget. <laughs> nice golden nugget from the man Scotty Scott. <laughs> 8-0 and against the spread coming off a double-digit loss. So how about that? Uh, I think I'll take a little with the points there. Hasty cakes with the Creamfield Center. <laughs> uh, you have another college game before we go to the NFL? No, that's it. You know, that's it. Keep an eye on that. Uh, keep an eye on that South Carolina uh, underdog. Um, gun to my head, if I had to play one more underdog, I might go with Mississippi State. Mike okay. Leach and that team rolling in there. LSU has lost everything. I just mm-hmm. don't know if if 
if they can, if we don't know how good they are. I think Mississippi State with Mike Leach goes in there, and I think with his offense and those athletes, he turns it around. They figure out a way to keep it close. Mississippi State plus the points. Sure, and uh, the quarterback is uh, the Stanford transfer, K.J. Costello. So we'll see uh, what he can do in, in that offense. All right, let's go to Sunday in the NFL. You've been uh, red hot, as we mentioned. Um, one of the games that I like the most, which actually is going to get more interesting because I think the spread is actually going to uh, decrease, and it actually has uh, as I check the line right now, the Giants at home against the 49ers. The Niners are so banged up. Giants are 0-2 playing with desperation. But now we find out that Nick Mullins is going to start at quarterback, not um, Jimmy Garoppolo. So the line has moved down. San Francisco still a three-and-a-half road favorites. This is a home dog spot with the New York Giants. Even without Saquon Barkley, we've seen their offense put up numbers when he leaves the game. It was Daniel Jones's first performance, I believe, against Tampa Bay, where Barkley went out in the first half and Daniel Jones threw four second-half touchdowns. So maybe having no Barkley on the field allows Jason Garrett to put more emphasis on the passing game. And I think this is a good spot for the Giants. So do I. Not a not a big fan of this Niner team right now, as banged up as they are. I'm so impressed with the grit and and the no quit attitude of the Giants last week, left for dead against the Bears and then to get down there inside the, 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 the 10 and have a chance to win the game outright against a pretty damn good Bears defense. Um, I think it's a letdown situation for, for the Niners with all the injuries, with as strong as the NFC West is, the best division in the National Football League with Arizona and the Rams, uh, Seattle, and, and the Niners. I think the Niners are the wink link in that division. I like the Giants at home getting three and a half. And the 49ers are spending too much time complaining about the field turf at MetLife Stadium than they are focusing on their opponent. So um, the dangerous game for them there. I think my lock of the week, and you can, you know, you can punch this in right now if you want, if you want to make this our stake game, but I think you're going to be on my side. So I don't think this is, uh, I don't think we're against each other here. I think Atlanta blows the doors off the Bears. Uh, Atlanta, desperation time. They're 0-2. Dan Quinn is on the hottest of hot seats in the NFL. They just blew that lead to the Dallas Cowboys when you look at the Cowboys and they have this high-powered offense. Mitchell Trubisky ain't bringing a team back. And the Bears' defense, uh, uh, you know, allowed the Giants to come back in that game, partially because Trubisky threw two interceptions. But the Bears ain't blowing anybody out. I think the Falcons at home, three points is nothing. I think they run away with this double-digit win. You can have that. I, I tend to stay away from teams that, you know, much like the guy who in game when Atlanta was up nine, put 35,000 and win 1,000 on the Falcons. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Now, I said on another radio show, if you make that kind of bet, 35,000 to win 1,000, that's just fuck you money. That's basically like you got so much money. You're a multi, multi, multi-millionaire that you're just, you're doing that. So if you lose it, people can just talk about it. I mean, that, that that's a legitimate uh, a legitimate statement to make that kind of bet uh, makes no I'm, sense. I, I mean, I'm picking Atlanta as my survivor pick this week. I don't think there's any way they lose this game to Chicago. Wow, 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 wow. Well, listen, I think you're on the right side of the game. With your luck, with your luck, um, Atlanta blows a double-digit lead. The Falcons win by two. That's yeah. your luck right there. That's exactly what's going to happen. The Falcons are up by 10. Uh, Falcons are up by 11. And then they score. 
and then somebody misses an extra point, and then the game comes down to two-point conversion with one minute to go, yep. and you win by two and don't cover the three. Um, by the way, what was our state game last week? I can't remember. <laughs> I knew. Oh, I know. That's I had, well, let me let me look at the line. See, I had a great Sunday I, oh, I got last it. Sunday. You had the Saints Monday night. I had the Raiders. Did we? Was it the Saints? Was it the yeah, Saints you had the Saints. I had the Raiders. Wow, that's embarrassing. Week one, week one, you had the Colts. Well, week I one, I know. Yeah, week, week one, we know because I'm never going to forget Phil. So Burks. now uh, you're already zero two with yeah. with the state game. All right. Um, tell me, tell me why the wrong team is favored in the Rams against the Bills. Bills home field two and a half. Um, simple as that. These the, the Vegas line maker rates the game even, and so home field is worth basically three points and then you got some with, no, with no with no with no fans no fans and the fact that the rams have now covered eight straight games in the in eastern the time early zone. 1 p.m mm-hmm. eastern mm-hmm. time zone i like what i'm seeing from this football team they're gonna make it nine let down situation yeah i just based on that trend and how good mcveigh has that team playing um i think you have to play the rams now here's a game i'll i'll, I'll give to you i think i know which side you're gonna pick and then this will be the stake uh, state game for me to go to three and L. Dallas and Seattle. Seattle minus five. Who do you like? I'm on Dallas. <laughs> I think Dallas. Not wow. I, think, I think Dallas wins this. I think Dallas could win this game outright. I really do. Okay. I I I, yeah. I just think that there's a lot of love for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks right now. Um, but just look at uh the way that Dallas came back to win that football game. Look at the way that that Seattle kind of struggled against a New England team with Cam Newton when Dak Prescott is a much better quarterback than Cam Newton, when the Cowboys have much better offensive weapons than the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, I think the Cowboys can very easily go into Seattle and win this football game. I agree. So that's not the game. Let's go to Seattle. Uh, let's go to Green Bay and New Orleans. Who do you like? Uh, I can't bet on New Orleans. Not after the, not not based on what I've seen uh, through the first two weeks of the season. Drew Brees just does not look like himself. The loss of Michael Thomas clearly impacted them much more than I thought it would. Emmanuel Sanders was nowhere to be found on that field on Monday night. Now they have a short turnaround, even though they're playing on Sunday night, so it's not as bad as playing on Sunday morning. And they are home, so it's not like they have to. Go go home and then travel again. Um, But the Packers right now, Aaron Jones leads the NFL in rushing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. Offensive line and defensive line ranks in the top of the NFL through two weeks. How could you not take the points with the Packers? Okay, Las Vegas, New England. Who do you like? (laughs) You know what? This is a good thing, Brandon. We're on the same page. I feel confident now. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots. I think the Patriots There's the state game right there. Yeah, go Raiders. I buried you last week when I took the Raiders and you took the same. Yeah, baby. This yeah, is baby. Got they got to travel now on a short week. They have to travel to the East Coast uh, to play a 1 o'clock okay. game. I-, I think the Patriots Listen. get this done. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get you to 2-1. I don't want you to get 1-2. I don't want you to get 1-3. I'm just I don't want to get so far ahead that, that, that our listeners are just disinterested in Lang's just destroying Scotty Scott. So Let, let's get, um, let, let's get to, let, let's get to the game that I think everyone wants to talk about Monday night chiefs Ravens. 
Chiefs are getting three to three and a half. Is this a gift? Yeah. I, I know Baltimore's incredible, but you're when 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 are you ever? You're never again this season, by the way. When are you ever in the last couple of years going to get this Kansas City team getting over a field goal? Andy Reid nine and two as a dog since 2017. Um, <laughs> he, he won close games at Arrowhead against the Ravens the last two years. But when you look at the Ravens. You're looking at a team that's won 14 straight regular season games straight up, and they've covered 11 of their last 12. So yeah. something has to give here. I was on the sideline last year for the Ravens and Patriots when both were 8-0. Um, I was on the Ravens, uh, actually on the Patriots sideline, and I've got to tell you, it was electric. Now, I know there's no fans there, but I've seen that Baltimore team up close and personal. So something's got to give for me. There's only one way to play this game, and I'm going to say it three times. Over the posted total, over the posted total, and over the posted total. So, how many think, strip bars? Think, will I, how, think, many, yeah. how many strip bars will I go to in Vegas the first day strip bars are open? The over the posted total. Three. I will go over the posted total, <laughs> over the posted total, and I'll do the lunch buffet at the Crazy Horse Three. Swing up for another buffet at the Hustler Club, and then we'll close it out at Spearmint Rhino. And then last, we'll go to the Palomino Club just to top it off at 1 o'clock in the morning. So over the posted total on Monday night. You think this could be like that Rams-Chiefs game that was like the other Not as high scoring, not okay. as high scoring, but watching Justin Herbert just destroy the Chiefs defense and move the ball on them. Yeah, yeah, good um, Pretty disappointed Spagnola didn't go after him more and, and shut him down more and put Mahomes in a position to have to bring him back, which he did. Um, I think offensively the Ravens are legit. I think the Ravens get up on them early. I think Mahomes goes helter skelter in the second half, and the game sails over the posted total by the end of the third quarter. All right. Any other game before we have it here? That's it, bud. All good. All right. BrandonLang.com. One day free all access pass. We're we're nine and two, um, and we're trying to go to a perfect five and zero in college on Saturday. And I may come with a very rare 200-dime play on Sunday in the NFL. Um, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Stay hot, B-Lang. Talk to you next Thank week, you, buddy. And there you have it. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg, reminding you once again to subscribe, rate, and review the Football Betting Show wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can always follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir and head to BrandonLang.com for more information on B-Lang. Good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.